Deserve presents the Create Wealth Podcast with Sandeep Jadwani. One of the things that, you know, people who have salary income is that how should they thoughtfully go about creating wealth out of that? Yeah. Let's say as a consultant, and I was reading somewhere an average consultant makes 25 to 35 lakhs. Now obviously at vacancy and so on, there's much more than that and so on. Let's say if I have a 25, 30 lakh salary, in that journey, how have you created wealth? So I think one is the 25, 30 lakhs will not stay constant. I'm presuming it will keep increasing. But to create wealth in a consulting context, I think it is absolutely, see consulting is a cash comp business. Mm. All the comp is given in cash, mm. unlike ESOPs yeah. in a, another salary context. In the latter context where your salary and ESOPs, salary is for meeting day-to-day expenses and needs. True value creation and wealth will happen through ESOPs. Yeah. Very clear. I mean that nobody should try and even claim okay, I'm going to create too much uh, wealth through salary. Salary say needs a girl or but true with ESOPs. Mm-hmm. Consulting and investment banking or legal lawyers, mm-hmm. all of these are cash professions. Investment bankers are paid everything in cash. There is no yeah. Concept of you may have some, but you will always get eat what you kill kind of a model. Yeah. Same thing will happen with amazing lawyers. Yeah. Okay? So if you have that, I think you do need to start thinking about if you're only going to get cash from you have a lot of cash pump. What do you do with that cash pump? Mm. My submission thing for wealth creation is go all at least get equity of as many good entities as you can get, yeah. which is what the whole angel investing is was all about because what is the point in putting that in you know same because my salary if i'm is also going to keep increasing at that same rate if my salary is going to increase seven percent or ten percent you'll be percentage mm. beat inflation it will increase disproportionate wealth will come from where it is not going to come from other financial assets which have a similar risk profile mm. then i have to increase my risk profile mm. and i don't have to worry about house and all of that that's already done yeah and as a consultant, you have a disproportionate advantage that you will know many people. Mm. Somebody, have, some may have been your clients, some may have been your team members, some you may have met at an industry thing. Mm. So your network, mm. I think, gives you enough opportunities then. And you have the cash comp, you have the surplus cash, and you have tons of opportunities. Telling obviously angel investing is a big part. The one flip side of angel investing is obviously potentially zero. Uh, uh, yes. Rate, right? You can have everything go to zero. Right? How did you deal with that? Like, how did you say that? Okay, I'm okay if I lose all of this money. In two ways. Okay. First was between the house and angel investing, there was a financial purpose also. Sure. Okay. Of mutual fund, index fund, and so on. So you say keep. So not like all goes to angel investing because my angel investing philosophy mm. to all my portfolio companies. Please, this next part is not for you. Even if it goes to zero, mm. you should not lose a day's sleep. Yeah. Because if you lose sleep on angel investing, you should not be doing it. You should obviously do the right things, but angel investing is a portfolio mm. thing. You only do two, mm. there is a very strong chance that both of those two are going to go to zero. Mm. You do 20, then two will actually make up more than make up for the 18 that will have gone or 10 that will have gone. Yeah. But if you don't do more and more and more of it up to a level, it's also you become better at it. Mm. You become better at it. You also become better at allocation. You get uh, some exit and then you start revolving it. But it's a portfolio game. Mm. To me, every angel 
the thing I would do, I would say, even if it becomes zero, it's okay. But the second thing I did was, I will only invest with people who are generally like. Mm. Okay. Either the person I like mm. or the business, I should learn something. So social media. Mm. I wanted to learn about social media. Mm. I said, okay, Raj Shamani was this guy who was doing fantastic stuff. I was like, what is the best way to learn about all this influencer economy and all? Invest in Raj's company. Yeah, okay. Alcohol and fine spirits. I wanted to learn about whiskeys. Mm. I wanted to learn about gins, curation. What is the difference between a Scottish and an Irish stuff? How do you grade stuff? I said, Seems an interesting topic. A lot of people show off. Mm. The best way to learn was to invest in a fine spirits uh, curating company. Mm. So some of my investments were like, return hua to achai, but at least my return on my time that I spend with the company and the founder should be hugely valuable for uh, me in general. I mean, I've always followed that to somebody who was doing mental health. Yeah, I think it's a very important topic and I want to learn what's going to happen. How do I think about dementia? How my parents are going to be aging. What is the best ecosystem around it? Mm. Uh, I also looked at one of the in healthcare analytics. And I felt it, this healthcare system is broken. What is the best way to, uh, you know, think about uh, which doctors and uh, which hospitals? So every time I did it, I looked at the financially TikTok. But angel investing is like so early in the game, and that founder is going to pay what twenty times. Yeah. So that plan does not matter. So do you like the founders? B, is that space going to add something to me in my life beyond financial return? Because financial returns, my day one philosophy was gaya to gaya. Mm. Actually, it's very interesting how you came to I'm also an investor with Raj and uh, for me it was only about his hustle and his hunger and his like fire that he had ki bada banana hai, kuch karna hai. That kind of thing. And obviously, I think he's run a business before, so he knows what he is out to. But, uh, you know, one of the things is that you had a disproportionate advantage from the position that you had. Yes, you have the network uh, through which you were getting deals. And also, more importantly, people respect you for being on the cap table. Right? Yes. want you on the cap table. How does it work for somebody who doesn't? Like, is there another way you feel that if you did not have that vantage point, could you have built that network? Could you like and done it like proactively? See, I think if I did not have the network, no, my challenge would have been how do I get good deal flow? Because deal flow is the key. Yeah. Uh, and if you go through a lot of these angel investing platforms, so mm. and it is okay. So then what one would have to do, you have to invest disproportionate time mm. getting into the company. Probably what I would have had to do in that case is just invest a few more times mm. because see if you don't invest now mm. after that time people don't call you also yeah you know if you refer a deal to me i'm like sandeep nahi yaar chhod do next time you tell something to me nahi yaar sandeep these are the five reasons mm. yeah, i mean it's okay mm. so sometimes and some of my best deals happen when somebody who i like just tells sends it to me mm. i'm like i also look at it and say yaar ye ji usne dala hai mm. Uh, I trust the guy, number one. Number and he spent all the time evaluating it. Sure. Now I can also spend more time evaluating it. Yeah. Or I trust and then I say, look, the last two, three times he I've said no to him. Mm. You know, any case I'm making this my mindset zero. This company is something which I genuinely like and the founder is good. Then let me take a chance. Because I also want to yeah. you have to other people have to invite you into their virtual syndicate. So somebody yeah. needs to say Ki, if I make a call to Potion. There is a good chance that if the company and so on is going, if 
my first question to anybody referring a deal to me is how much are you putting? Yeah. Too late, I'll go. Start the game over. I mean, I right. don't uh, say you are putting. Then I need to be on the same terms as you. Just yeah. don't do a disproportionate uh, right. thing with me. But there are people who actually are fair to me. Mm. Okay, they will always invite me. They say, "Look, this is a special thing I will do." And uh, then next time, I also feel the same to get the guy. Now, what it does is, even if I am putting twenty-five, mm. my ability to call three people and say, "Boss, we three of us are one page." Mm. So the founder also then is available. So I think this network effect that I would have had to start creating. Yeah, I started with some advantages, but if I can create a network effect. it helps the others around me because then we know we are trading effectively some good deals mm. okay i know that you know it's a great deal i can do 50 mm. but it's bad yeah. i don't want to do the 50 i should not do that 50 i should try and see who else can i get if it's a good company i if i try to hog disaster means the worst thing you can do yeah you have to show good things to other good people around you because then they will also show to you and as i said it's a portfolio game correct If fifty zero is after, but if I have invested that as ten, 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 ten into five, mm-hmm. one of them is going to become better. So, yes. yeah. amongst us, if we can create value, and to me that has been the philosophy. And then founders also respect you because the founder knows that if you can convince him, mm-hmm. you will get three other very good guys mm-hmm. on the cap table. Mm-hmm. So my ability to get other good guys on the cap table then becomes a differentiator for me. You know what I feel when as we were talking, Toshin is like. Everyone thinks investing is a lot about uh, financial decision making, thinking through, looking at the numbers, etc. Angel investing seems ninety percent networking, ten percent finance. आपके पास वो डील आ रहे हैं, which a large VC fund has said no to, a micro VC has said no to, or individual angels like you have said no to. I think I'm sure, in as we were discussing in today's day and age, I think a lot of people are seeing wealth a lot earlier. Okay, because lifestyles have changed. People don't buy houses. People don't buy cars. There is a very different way. And I think thinking about wealth management for just I think to me, the, I know we I gave a very different kind of answer. It's also like saying I'm not consuming. I'm truly wealthy if I don't have to work for money. Mm. That is my definition. Yeah, I'm working for other things. Yeah, it's okay. But if I'm working for money, then I'm not wealthy. Yeah, I still have certain. Need basic needs, desires to do it. Ah, uh, all of us are going to live a lot longer, hopefully. Yeah. Unless we have unfortunate uh, things, and we will need something to occupy our brain. So working is not bad, right? Even if I'm people say, oh, I don't want to, I want to retire at forty. Mm-hmm. So what is retirement? I mean, the whole concept of well-being, retirement planning was very different. You retire at sixty, I will have a pension corpus, and how do I think about it? But that that is one aspect of retirement. Another aspect of retirement is. You no, know, I don't feel like I'm working. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely I don't feel like you know if I don't have a job, what will I do? Yeah, then I'm retired effectively. Or my passive income is a then I my time yeah. is like free for me. So I just think people and especially somebody in their twenties, I wouldn't say because twenty you still need to build some corpus. Yeah, some people build corpuses in twenty or whatever. Then the thirties when you will start really building corpuses, you need to think of the next fifty years. Correct. Okay, and that. Is something which I think when uh, firms like deserve need to really because now how will equity asset classes? I mean, the asset class game is one thing, but I think true wealth management will go beyond just assets and financial assets. I think it, there is going to be a big shift, and uh, 
And we have already seen that. For us, the way we think about it is investor management is a fiduciary responsibility. And fiduciary is where somebody is trusting you with their money and therefore you're responsible to them. And I think that's like, sort of makes it even more exciting when you have big, big stakes. Roshan, you get so many deals. You are shown a lot of companies as an angel investor. How do you approach every investment? Like when do you decide what to do, what not to do? So I look at... Um, so three things. First is, you know, who is the founder? Mm. What has he done? What has his life experience been? Because sure. that actually tells me a lot about what he's going to do going forward. Mm. So I don't, you know, his business plan and all is okay. But I said that Excel though is like meaningless. Correct. Genuinely meaningless. All that hockey stick, exponential stick. So what a founder, the founder's passion, his life experience. Mm. And does the founder have safety nets? Mm. I hate it. When founders have other safety nets and so on. So mm. it's not it's not a no-no, mm. but I know key founder is very wealthy mm. from his previous stuff. Then I need to know something else. Mm. Found some other family member is earning a lot of income. Mm. From founder standpoint, it's a risk management. I understand that. Mm. Why well, I want the founder to be all in. Mm. Okay, because I'm not all in. Yeah. That person has to be it's a fiduciary in. thing in that uh, sense. So yeah. founder is most important. Am I excited about the long-term prospects of that industry? Mm. Okay. It doesn't matter the sub-niche. Mm. Okay. Mm. But overall industry excitement is there. And do I know very little about it? If I know a lot about an industry, my general sense is no. Mm. Because if I know, then most people know. Mm. But if it is very unique, it is something which nobody has looked at, then I know the barriers to entry are going to be that much higher. And this guy is going deeper into a very niche subset. Yeah. So I like uh, that part. And to me, the third one is really, they, you know, what are the, you know, if I, and I always question the founder about what if this doesn't happen, that doesn't happen. How has he thought through the resiliencies, backups? Because, you know, I know mm. that it is going to go wrong. And mm. is the founder thinking about it? Mm. If there is a co-founder, then it's a different game altogether because founder, co-founder equations, team building, yeah. what is there? And it, it makes a big uh, difference to me. So those three is what I would really uh, think about when I first start looking at it. I will also make ref checks. Yeah. Because you do need to make ref checks about people. They are very impressive. People will talk very well. They will be very passionate. Mm. But you need to do your ref checks. There is no substitute by the way. For ref checks on clients that the logo, I call it a logo soup. Yeah. Lots of logos are there on a page. We're using B2B cases and all. You need to talk to at least two, three of the saying, they batao kya hai. Yeah. Uh, of, yeah. Or if the previous employer or previous startup and so on. You just need to uh, do that ref check. Actually, ref checks are, Toshan, I feel the holy grail of any pre-relationship uh, engagement. Absolutely. Whether it's an, you are joining a company, whether some, you are being hired, whichever way, like making sure that you are ref checking and the other person is ref checking is super, super very important. Great. And I learned that pretty late in life. Uh, the other question I have is like, when you see a company and just outside it, when you say, okay, I will not do this for these reasons. Like these are my elimination criteria, even before I start evaluating what you said. See, I think there are obviously certain sectors and that list may change, but at any given point of time, now I'm not disciplined enough to write those down. Mm. But I see anything which has like too much of government dependence. Mm. Too many policy changes can happen. Mm. Now, Earlier, I used to believe that, you know, policy changes are good because it is uncertainty. Uncertainty creates value. Mm -hmm. I've realized that, you know, the pivot that is required because of policy is always a yeah. tough one to manage, especially if you have government customers and so on. 
I think the second thing I uh, look at is if it is consumer, mm. then I know anything consumer, the marketing expense and CAC is going to be so high yeah, that my bias is like, you know, because dilution for an angel, you know, yeah. I will get diluted so much because the number of funding rounds required mm. before anything meaningful is going to be significant. And now currently the risk of that aren't happening. Yes. So that not happening, but also like even like B2B in general, mm. B2B is tougher, but mm. once you get empaneled, no, mm. you don't get thrown out. Yeah. You know, whether you are a logistics entity, whether you are in most spaces, but B2C, mm. the marketing has a founder really thought about it, but my general sense is B2C is a lot tougher game. Mm. If you succeed, mm. it's like a massive payout. Sure. But probability of success is big. So B2C is a, mm. you know, I just feel, you know, for me, it's not, for many people, it is a, a mm. good thing. Anything which requires a significant change in consumer behavior. Because consumer behavior takes, it can change rapidly overnight mm. or it takes a long time to change. Mm. The company may go insolvent before that consumer behavior shift. And I've burnt my uh, money and hands on uh, somebody trying to make uh, multiple, you know, this is the shift, logical shift. Mm. We just that some of those shifts, they will be like, it's like, you know, the, the tree is felled by the hundredth blow. But till 99 grows, the woodcutter uh, may be exhausted and give up. Yeah. Uh, or the tree activists may come and hug the tree and stop the woodcutter from cutting it, whatever. Right. So to me, consumer shift, and again, it goes back to my B2C uh, logic. Yeah. Anything which is climate change related. Mm. Again, the space is too uncertain. Mm. I know directionally it is a great technology and all, but the, the roadblocks, changes, global stuff, uh, again, is a strict no, no, for uh, you know, just it's a very attractive, lucrative. People will make money. I just don't know if when the risk return because see, angel investing is all about. I'm already taking a massive risk. Yeah. Now, if that business is also relying on uncertainties, mm. the compounded risk for me. So, if you're relying on something to change, then it's very hard to uh, like whether it's consumer behavior, regulation. You're relying on uncertain change paths. See, people sometimes like crypto. Some people make tons of money. I'm just saying I'm already taking so many risks. Yeah. I'm not willing to compound it my way. I'm willing to say somebody is, there is a price umbrella. Mm. I'm going to deliver that same thing at lower and I have the ability to sustain or it's an existing frustrating problem to be solved for. Yeah. B2B. I love B2B because I know inefficiency exists in corporates. All corporates every year want to keep cutting expenditure of different kinds. Mm. So I know I'm willing to uh, you know, take uh, take that bet. I'm willing to take bets in financial services because I know financial services arbitrage is everywhere. Mm. Okay, certain cases arbitrage doesn't exist. You want people to be healthier. Mm. Now, I'm not saying against the but if some yoga bars and people come to me, mm. I will not say it because I know you should be eating healthy. You should be exercising five times a day or five times a week and so on. Those are known for hundred years. Mm. But behavior doesn't change, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So anything that relies on, in fact, when there's this uh, uh, large fund for Anderson Horowitz, Andy yeah. Chen, who leads the Tambiyo investing, he says that if the first line says Tambiyo behavior is changing, he doesn't go forward to the next slide. Precisely. Because, because something See, vices mm. are a lot easier. So gaming, yeah. you know, they are like very easy. Yeah. Now, of course, you want to say I'm making money off vices. Mm. But businesses which are built on saying ki lazy who man, tumko mein or are a lot easier because it doesn't rely on, it just accelerates 
सर्टन थिंग्स और अ फंडामेंटल नीड बट देन आई नीड टू बी वेरी कॉन्फिडेंट की और बाय द वे इट्स अ रिवर्स समथिंग विच इज सो ऑब्वियस we you think oh this is the and you know very recently somebody had come to me with a prop i won't do that guys and well known person but think here it's obvious hai but yeah obvious hai to hua kyun nahi hai you need to understand nine times out of 10 there is a so core reason mm-hmm. that it is not going to work one time out of 10 i will have missed it so i'm okay missing it yeah yeah i'm okay missing wow oh, that part makes sense i think one thing that you know everyone thinks about toshan is this whole uh thing about how to get wealthy like how do you make money uh and the question always the perception is that people in a job don't get wealthy it's hard to get uh, rich on a salary so how how was your own journey like do you feel that as a consultant there is a wealth creation opportunity in the job that somebody is doing to me the question is what is wealth so i think one way is to say i am getting a high pay check yeah okay which is what consulting or any profession any job will you know getting salary yeah okay i think you can say look you know a certain amount of salary makes me wealthy but it's a subjective definition there i think it is better to say what is a slightly more objective definition of wealth mm-hmm. if you say and what is the difference between wealth and income mm-hmm. it is not a pnl and balance sheet saying mm-hmm. you know monthly jo aata hai wo pnl hai isliye wo income hai aur right. जो मेरा एसेट्स होता है एंड और एज वेल्थ मैनेजर्स डिफाइन एसेट्स एक्सक्लूडिंग वन रेसिडेंशियल हाउस और फाइनेंशियल एसेट्स एंड सो वन आई थिंक टू मी इट इज अ क्वेश्चन ऑफ व्हाट यू डू फॉर योर टाइम यू आर गेटिंग अ सर्टेन रिवॉर्ड फॉर इट एंड दैट्स व्हाट योर इनकम इज आई स्पेंड माई टाइम इज अ मैकेनिक आई गेट रिटर्न फॉर इट आई स्पेंड माई टाइम डूइंग समथिंग एल्स आई थिंक यू कैन से दैट If I have accumulated income less expenses is equal to net worth of a certain, I am wealthy. Mm. Another way is to say, what I do for my time is not part of wealth. Mm. It is what I have, and which is where this whole concept of equity or ownership comes in. Because mm. if you say the assets, the passive income of my assets mm. should be greater than my burn rate or the or the monthly burn rate. Okay. Okay, so my passive income and money. So even if I don't give my time for anything, yeah, I should not suffer. That is another definition of uh, wealth. So if you can survive without renting your time. Exactly. That is how you define wealthy. Exactly. I can survive without renting my time, mm. and hence the freedom to use my time is what becomes the biggest uh, sure thing for me. Now I think, whether as a consultant or as a salaried professional, there will come a time when hopefully your assets that you have generated will be able to earn that much return now you may not get it because you may say oh, i am owning equity so suppose a dividend nahi aayega it doesn't matter i'm saying mm-hmm. you can keep selling your stocks on a daily basis you will mm-hmm. be able to generate a certain income so you don't need to do fixed income assets to get that yield so to me there will come a time if you have managed your expenses and your lifestyle needs thoughtfully yeah you will get there yeah okay now you some people may get there in 10 years some people may get there in 15 years but in a profession like consulting or any job no every 4 years the fifth year if you are there you will, in that one year you will earn more mm. than the last four years mm. it will be exactly the same mm. that every fifth year you will earn more than the last four years now if you stay enough you will get there yeah uh, but that that to me uh, is the way to create wealth but there is another way i think 
because you have a stable rental income against your time mm. you need to whatever is the savings that you have mm. you should go as risky as possible like angel investing angel investing crypto karna hai to karo mm. it may be controversial but but to me you if you have everything safe mm. you cannot create disproportionate wealth but let me push back on that notion what if agar mera job nahi hai or something happens like at that point of time i am in this situation or something happens to me i'm not able to do that right i so, think see which is where a, the whole thing of a bit of financial planning will come in okay mm. how much do i need to keep as my buffer mm. so i'm not saying ki take 100% of income minus expenses jo bacha wo risky assets mein dal do yeah you will have to think about your life stage you know if you have kids you have to think about something so but I think everybody with a one year buffer or max two years buffer, उससे ज़्यादा buffer रखे करोगे क्या? Because world is changing so fast. Mm. You know that buffer could vanish or that buffer could you could downsize. See what also happens is you now as your income increases, you automatically your lifestyle goes uh, goes up faster than what your income increases. Mm. So you're always trying to play catch up. Correct. Many companies and in sales this is like predominant. People induce you to buy a bigger. हाउस और बिगर कार बिकॉज देन यू से बस उसको पता है वो सेल्स में मोटिवेटेड रहेगा वो सेल्स में मोटिवेटेड बिकॉज उसको हंगर क्रिएट हंगर एंड इनसिक्योरिटी दैट क्रिएट्स अ प्रॉब्लम फॉर यू ऑलवेज आई नॉट सेंग इट इज इट्स लाइक अ डार्क पैटर्न कंपनीज आर एक्चुअली ट्राइंग टू गेट इट इज ऑलवेज देर इंश्योरेंस वॉज द इंडस्ट्री वेर आई डिस्कवर दिस मॉडल बॉसेस वुड डेलीबरेटली बाय कार्स देवर मेड टू बाय कार्स टू लेवल्स हायर मतलब आपकी लेवल एक्स हो तो आप सी क्लास ले लो आप सी क्लास तक का आपका जो आता है ना तो आप ई पे ऑलरेडी अपग्रेड कर लो क्यों बिकॉज दे वॉन्टेड अदर्स टू थिंक ऑफ यूर एस्पिरेशनल उसके बाद क्या गाड़ी है अमेजिंग दायवेज स्ट्रेस्ट सो हीस बिकॉज ही न्यू ओनली वे ही कुड मेक इट वर्क वॉज इफ ही गेट्स इज बोनसेज एंड सेल्स कोटाज एंड सोन यू ऑलवेज रनिंग नाउ that can over a long period of time you can also create enough surplus i don't think it's a unless you like really uh, do stupid things you uh, try to make short term thing i think risk where you take I, i think if you have a stable income and you have done some financial planning then the rest why do you want to put it in safe assets you should yeah. then try and take some risk around it yeah yeah actually this whole lifestyle inflation thing is very interesting right and especially as you get senior in a company You know, I had the good fortune or misfortune of working in wealth management. Yeah. So who are you like talking to? You're talking to the industrialists, highest net worth people, etc. So one thing, the comparison of lifestyle is very stark, right? Uh, like you know, the funny thing about wealth management is you go in an auto to advise somebody who's got deep pockets, right? And uh, that, and therefore, eventually, you would say, I also want that E-class. I also want that lifestyle, right? And in wealth management, lifestyle inflation is very sharp. because everyone was not benchmarking themselves with their own community of people but to the guys they were servicing absolutely so suddenly aapka kharcha badhte jata hai constantly till a point like there was this uh, client who told me the one time that sandeep the only difference between somebody who is a billionaire versus somebody who is a millionaire is that the billionaire can potentially have a private jet बिलो इन दैट थिंग फ्रॉम वेल्थ मैनेजमेंट स्टैंड पॉइंट एंड हंड्रेड मिलियन एंड बिलियन क्लब में 
यू कैन ऑलवेज फ्लाई बिजनेस क्लास फर्स्ट क्लास टाइम शेयर ऑन नेट जेट्स इवन इन द हंड्रेड मिलियन क्लब पोटेंशियल इवन इन फिफ्टी मिलियन क्लब यू विल टू डू दैटी मिलियन डॉलर यू कैन स्टे इन द बेस्ट ऑफ रिजॉर्ट ही मे हैव एन आईलैंड विद द रिजॉर्ट Yeah. Okay. So even on the island, now you will have to think about it. So asset ownership mm. and the kind of now, what do you do with that asset ownership is a big question. Yeah. Okay. okay. Do you really want that asset ownership? And there was a very interesting traveling with a billionaire, and uh, he had his private jet and all. One guy says, "Sir, आपका life बहुत tough है ना क्यों? लेकिन आप एक ही plane में सब जगह पे जाते हो, same airlines आपके साथ, same खाना आपको खाना पड़ता है. मुझे तो मुझे तो मैं upgrade होता हूँ तो I feel happy." Okay, I can select. Sometimes airlines give me rewards and all. So it's very interesting to see the perspective. So the guy was pulling guys like, but he was actually saying that this guy also flies business class, first class. He has access to yeah. all of it. He tells the billionaire, "You have only one." Yeah. Uh, and so just a, but exactly the point that it's a contrast of asset ownership. And the bar for happiness keeps rising, right? Just like your. आप करियर में आगे बढ़ रहे हो तो सडनली वॉट यूर हैप्पी विद अर्लियर नाउ वॉट यूर हैप्पी विद इज वेरी डिफरेंट वेरी डिफरेंट बट इफ यू आर एंड आई थिंक दैट्स वेर द वेल्थ थिंग इफ यू डू नॉट फील यूर वेल्थी बिकॉज नो बडी कैन टेल यू दैट आर यू वेल्थी आर नॉट इफ यू फील यू आर स्टिल लाइक समथिंग इज मिसिंग समथिंग आई नीड टू क्रिएट मोर एसेट्स द क्वेश्चन बिकॉज सर यूर वॉट एवर मनी इज देर इन यूर वॉट वॉर एंड बफे ऑल्सो कीप से उसका करने कर क्या रहे हो Correct. Are you utilizing it? Do you need it for something? Mm. Otherwise, you know, it's there in your account. It's there. It makes you psychologically. It enables you to feel either proud or safe. So, what's your own your perception of yourself? Like, do you feel wealthy? Do you feel that? Mm. Yeah. See, because for me, consulting as a every profession, job, business has its pros and cons. Mm. Consulting gives you amazing intellectual diversity. You're mm. solving different problems. you sometimes work for the private sector you work for the government you work for public sector non profits you have diversity mm. unlike you know somebody who is in metals is just doing metals mm. somebody who is in financial services just doing financial services you have the breadth that you mm. can do you have the ability to move around the world so mm. you get a very good world view and perspective of different countries nationalities yeah. you become very rich yeah. in the experience mm. of being a global citizen mm. uh number 3 is you will have enough money mm-hmm. in one of my very senior mentors is to say one wife one house one car mm-hmm. and four kids because he was us so yeah. us everybody has four kids Correct. so for that consulting will give you disproportionate now if you have multiple wives mm-hmm. then you want multiple houses and beyond four kids then you may he was just joking but he was saying consult so you should never be in consulting if you want to create disproportionate wealth yeah it, because yeah. it's not going to happen You cannot say that I am going to, uh, you know, play club level tennis and by luck I will win Wimbledon. Mm. It is not going to happen. But if you want to say I want to increase my, but the the what the other thing is you don't have that much stress mm. from a consulting standpoint. You may have strain of travel and flights and all, but nahi chala. So it is a vicarious thing. But tomorrow, if I am advising you. My advice works. You will make the upside. Mm-hmm. If my advice doesn't work, you the upside is also. I am still getting my fees, and you are still learning, right? I'm this, this, this. Exactly, I am still earning. Yeah. So it's a very stable thing. Mm-hmm. It is not a high beta. Entrepreneur standpoint, the beta is very high. Uh-huh. You, if the it works, you will make tons. I am mm-hmm. not going to share in that. Sure. So uh, fairness should demand that uh, 
if it doesn't work i am not going to share in that misery yeah. you may not hire me again because you said look your advice was wrong and i could say oh my advice was correct your execution was wrong right all of that's possible but consultants if they think they are going to get into billionaires club by consulting mm. it can't happen so let's say i'm a young consultant and i'm working with toshan and i tell him that toshan i'm going to do this for 3 4 years uh and uske baad i'll figure out what to do right now toshan might be a different boss but for some people is it a career limiting move to think of it that way yeah no i think see what happened the 4 years later what you are going to do i'm like kar lo na tab 4 years ka problem main aaj kyu solve karu so i would say okay fine but one of the propositions of consulting mm. to freshers mm. is the fact that you get to see many things mm. as opposed to going into one thing and then later on realizing shit i didn't like it mm. i think mm. that is the reason why many people join consulting is saying ye acha hai kya watch it like we just explore mm. consulting for the first 5 6 years gives you the liberty and freedom to explore which i think is very valuable yeah very valuable yeah and i think that's the part of the sort of sales that consultants do on campus when like so and i am bangalore when they use and first of all your presentations are kick ass right i mean the kind of presentation that consultants make nobody else does that so anyway the bread and butter right of consulting is your ability to communicate and make presentations right and they used to do a great job that so one was that that lior was there that you want to be like that person who is talking to you right now uh but this other part that you will be able to solve different problems to different things in a short span of time and therefore learn was a big uh, yeah. uh pitch uh what do you look for when you hire a consultant at campus at campus so because i think one of the questions people have are like this how do i get into consulting how do i make it big as a consultant uh and it's very aspirational especially what is the mbb or the mckinsey bcg bain uh trinity is considered to be like very hard super tough to get into no so i think seeing most see, all consulting firms each one may have degrees of differentiation in the criteria but first and foremost is problem solving skills mm. okay now how do you see an evidence of that it is your academic track record broadly mm. consistency of track record your 10th 12 iit chartered accountant have you demonstrated that you are able to get ranks and scholarships and so on mm. so what in the interview the problem solving case mm. is what will be given and you see with limited information is the guy able to really understand the issues structure the thinking mm. and come so problem solving mm. second is communication mm. very important because the ability to have an answer mm. and deliver it succinctly is mm. very critical can i because sometimes with ceos and all you get 30 seconds mm. you may get 5 minutes mm. do you ramble on jilbi style in the pata hi nahi chal raha what are you communicating or can you say here are the three points and then here is my answer and why mm. and do that so it's always called in consulting the elevator test mm. okay saying by the time the elevator takes to come down from a 30th floor mm. uh, and i think this was in the nomenclature was given when we didn't have super fast elevators but assuming are you able to communicate the answer yeah. during that time so the elevator test your oral communication written communication you cannot test in a in a resume or in a thing third is leadership okay mm. because you do want the consultant because he's going to lead teams mm. internal teams client teams and you will understand that by looking at the resume to see what are the leadership experiences have you been the secretary of some club have you done some initiative which involved people can you galvanize people 
and get them to achieve outcomes mm. very important trait for a consultant also because many people don't report into the consultant so consultant oh. has to be the leadership style of building a team and so on is very different and also even if people report to me they report to me for a specific period of time in mm. industry mm. my boss is my boss is my boss some bosses are there for 30 years yeah some bosses are there for 3 years so you build personal rapport mm. but if you are reporting me for the next 3 weeks yeah. how do i inspire you it's not easy right because right. you are going to compare me with somebody else you may have preconceived notions but in 3 weeks we need to work as a supercharged aligned team so teamwork is the third quality and the last one is a you know it's a subjective one it has actually maybe there's a fourth one and there's a fifth one the fourth one is almost like what is the wow factor kuch to special you know i should feel happy after talking to you yeah okay and i call this the airport test so if both of us are at the airport flight gets delayed 4 mm. hours mm. i'm like oh my god 4 hours sandeep ko jhelna hai mm. and i'm like wow 4 hours with sandeep i'm going to learn so much i'm going to be so excited mm. can the consultant excite and create that wow factor because i want clients must want you know otherwise yeah. why would uh, yeah uh, i'm consulting is a discretionary thing right i can choose to hire a consultant i can choose not to yeah. then why should i yeah and even when as companies we are evaluating consultants at the end of the day that personal right. chemistry person is chemistry very important yeah. i think there's a last one which is a individualism so it's yeah. a very ego individualism is the person consulting it's always about a team mm. in banking it's always about individual performance mm. in clearly attribute you know the highest performer stars wealth management also you know the producers from the mm. also and in consulting it is slightly amorphous yeah especially in the early days yeah because who's exactly contributing how much so then if there are individual superstars with sharp elbows mm. consulting it's tough yeah. because people will say hey this guy is going to really jeopardize right. so how do you and that comes through in the communication is this person all about taking credit is he is like creating a i did more than what others and you figure the is a softer aspect of it yeah. which comes only through so those are the four five things which this last one thing is very uh, interesting you know i was listening to this podcast of dagliani of sequoia and he talks about that when they are interviewing somebody does that person use the we pronoun more or the i pronoun more right and a lot of bankers are like by i by nature they right? i did this i spoke i did that whereas uh, consultants or potentially even great investors are all about we as a company yeah. with this and so on right it's very important and you can't fake it yeah just because i say you know we pronoun i will just use we pronoun it, it just you cannot fake it correct correct and ref checks if you do i mean early on campus no you don't do ref checks but senior hires when you do mm-hmm. you do ref checks we figure out is this person really about himself his positioning mm-hmm. his pr mm-hmm. or is he saying the institution is greater than Mm. because in consulting the institution is always greater than the individual yeah, yeah. individuals will come and go yeah question what is it about consulting that people from outside don't know or believe wrongly like what are the inside secrets from mckinsey so saving so, from mckinsey or maybe i think see, there are certain conceptions of consulting which is saying hey, you just use jargons Okay, and there's so many jokes, and yeah. I love many of them. Dilbert, yeah. uh, Scott Adams has created an entire thing around consulting. There's so many blogs. I think one has to question the myth is if it is so obvious that consulting is about 
taking your watch to tell you the time and billing you for it. If that's so obvious, why would people keep repeatedly engaging consultants? Yeah. Consulting firms have only grown in size and scale despite everything that has happened. So there is a, on the positive myth side, there is a genuine value that consultants are able to have. What is that? It could be internally I'm not able to agree and get consensus. Somebody externally doesn't because internally I'm biased. Yeah. Get somebody outside. It could also be that organizationally, if I say something, it may not work. Mm. So I need somebody outside actually, you know, saying that could be the, exactly the same thing. Mm. But it's like saying my grandmother saying do this versus a professional doctor saying you should do this. Yeah. So you, you hopefully you feel that there is more credibility and uh, uh, thing around it. So that's one positive thing. The second is this whole thing of, you know, consulting is all 24 seven, you know, it's very intense and so on. It's not. I mean, you have to work hard because a lot of deadlines mm -hmm. and pressures are de decided by client availabilities, calendars, and budgets. Mm -hmm. So if you say something has to be delivered in three weeks, it has to be delivered in three weeks. Mm -hmm. Client is not going to pay for more than that. Mm -hmm. So there is an intensity to it, mm -hmm. but you can manage it. If you are disciplined enough from a lifestyle standpoint, from a health standpoint, mm -hmm. I don't think I was ever uh, you know, saying, oh shit, it is going to screw up with my health and all. So people have this wrong perception that it's very bad in lifestyle. Mm. It is intense. Mm. Absolutely it is intense. Mm. Because you do, you have deliverables which are dictated and determined by somebody else. Oh. But within that, mm. can you be more efficient about it? Can you be more receptive about it? Absolutely, yes. Mm. Yeah, so that's the second uh, thing. I think people also have a wrong sense of, you know, what will you learn in consulting? Mm. Okay. Do you really become an industry expert? Can you really advise somebody who's spent 30 years? What do you fresher on campus. What you And that's why this whole thing of consultant is superficial. Yeah. Some cases may be true, but I do think because I have only worked in one industry, one company, people are not able to draw pattern recognitions. You know, I'm just, the, the guy in the industry may be on a road to disaster. He just not seen it mm, okay, yeah. five years later. But a consulting firm or a consultant may have pattern recognition around the world. Yes. They have what's going on in other countries, in other companies. Mm. So there is value to that. Mm. Okay. On the negative side, consultants believe that they can actually, you know, if they draw something on the PowerPoint chart, mm. it, will, it will happen. Mm. Say, org restructuring in six weeks doesn't happen. Mm. Consultants, direction is correct. Mm. Timeline is completely wrong because mm. consultants sometimes are not able to fathom the people challenges. Mm. Consultants have no idea, mm. no idea about regulation, tax, which affect the business in far more ways than just the pure intellectual answer, maybe do X. Mm. But yeah, if I do X, there are some relationships. What about my government implications? What about taxation? What about legal? Because as a consultant, you do have some sense, but you know the business answer to it. Yeah. And the commercial answer and the taxation thing could be very different. I have a tax loss, which I need to claim. And I don't want to shut down the business because business chalanga, my tax credit next five years and I'm going to benefit from it. Sure. Or regulation will see if I shut down something, uska environmental liability is jada hai So in my experience, like having worked with four consulting assignments, I have realized that great consultants have Tremendous curiosity. We ask you questions. Then they listen. So therefore, what and that. That's one. And secondly, very first principles. Yeah. Like they approach the problem completely afresh without biases. 
एंड दोनों ये चीजें बाकी लोगों को नहीं मुझे And have been successful in the past, but what got you here may not get you yeah. there. So all of those biases, consulting, good consultant or a great consultant, we always question. Yeah. Okay. How do you drive organizational change? How do you like really take the softer factors? Because the people are involved. Mm. AI is still quite mechanistic mm. in that basis. Maybe at some stage that may shift, but then there will be another basis mm. uh, for it. I mean, at some level, you would argue. Uh, you have same thing for taxation. Mm. You have tax softwares which are there, but you still need need uh, accounting firms. It's not like your need for accounting is gone, mm. because as tax laws keep getting more and more complex, you still have the role for it. Yeah. You have driverless cars. Mm. Now drivers will do what? Mm. Maybe something else. Of course, legal profession. Now you have legal software which can predict mm. with significant accuracy the outcome of uh, a certain litigation. Mm. But should you litigate or not litigate? Then still, has it reduced the impact on the legal profession? No. Mm. Mm. Doctors, you are saying, oh, by the way, robotic surgery has continued to make its advances. The doctors have continued to evolve into more and more specialized categories. Yeah. So consulting is pure place, faster and smarter problem solving. Mm. I think it's getting lesser and lesser. So consultant means have to keep specializing. Mm. You have to keep bringing a lot more to the table on day one, mm. because otherwise, question will be, why should I hire you? If I can get it done cheaper or faster by through a AI or a platform or through somebody else, mm. so yeah. consultants' core of value creation has shifted over the last several decades. I think will keep shifting. I think the people point that you made is exceptional. Like to me, I think and within that persuasion is going to be a big part of a great consultant. Right? First of all, persuade the client to give you the mandate, and secondly is to. Get them to buy to the outcome that. Uh, I think that's a big part that consultants play, which AI can't. Play. AI can't play that. Exactly. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Really. Maybe I'm sure in some yeah. stage AI has become so persuasive. Yeah. That they can uh, do it, and I'm sure Alexa is trying to persuade kids to do certain things. Yes. Uh, AI is the way AI persuades mm-hmm. is very different. At least today. Yeah. Uh, maybe tomorrow AI can do it, but I think. That's something away. That's something away. One thing I'm curious about, Toshan, is your own personal journey, right? Uh, you were actually involved at my school. Uh, uh, I remember vividly you speaking at uh, the annual day and so on. Tell me from there to uh, the running strategy for UPL and now taking on a lot of roles within that, being board members at wealth management companies, etc. How did the journey go? Or what? What actually <sighs> led you to consulting? My father's side was engineers, mm. so again by elevation, engineer being one man. Then I said, okay, what's the best way? I read a India Today uh, feature which said who are the people who get paid the highest, the salary from campus mm. and why. So there was a guy, Rishikesh Parandekar. Okay. And my father knew somebody who knew his father and so on. Right. So I just went to his house after uh, taking an appointment, you know, and he told me. 
So I asked him, how do, how do you get here? Yeah. You know, in those days, this was 1995, right? Yeah. We had no mobile phones in the infancy. Internet was trrr, trrr, the modem would connect and there was no social media, Facebook, WhatsApp, there was nothing. So you didn't know people, but you had to rely on personal stuff. So he said, simple, go to Poda. He said, I went to Poda. I went to Ahmedabad and I went to McKinsey. So I said, okay, this path is clear. Mm-hmm. So then why waste? Yeah, this thing. So I went to Podar, I went to Ahmedabad, and I joined McKinsey. We make it sound simple, but getting into Ahmedabad. No, I know. But I'm saying, at least my mental model was reasonably clear that if, and that time definitely economics was a key consideration. But mm-hmm. also to me, what was very important is law of least effort. Mm-hmm. I'm very lazy. Mm. I'm extremely lazy by, I will work only if I have to. Mm. And not, uh, I just believe like, as somebody said, no, hard work never killed anyone, but why take the chance? Yeah. I don't take chances with uh, this thing, but, so Podar was, in any case, I wanted to do commerce. And I said, that's also good avenue for doing my quizzing, yeah. public speaking, uh, and many other uh, activities, which I just felt were, you know, with engineering, you could not do it. And I mean, I already eliminated. I said, that's an easy way to also start balancing things out. Cat was, you know, it was, I didn't think I would make it. Mm. You know, and that time, we, I still don't know the scores because in those days, the percentile and so on would never be revealed. Really? Yeah, nothing. nothing. I didn't know it. it was very long back when nothing was revealed. It was all like secrecy and lack of transparency about uh, anything. So then it became reasonably easy. My time at Ahmedabad, I would have ended up with no job mm. after two years because it was the time of the Golza riots. Mm. So most, only the investment banks had come. Sure. Okay, the consulting firm, and by the way, my summers was with Deutsche Bank doing credit derivatives in London. Even. So, because I was like, consulting firms didn't take summers at, in those days. Got my it. time at uh, IME. Got it. Not has changed. Yeah. So, Consent, the investment banks were there in campus. They were not in campus. They were just outside Ahmedabad airport. And we were escorted, all the candidates with armed escorts to that uh, place uh, where they were interviewing. So they were supposed to interview in campus, but Ahmedabad was burning. It was like a very difficult uh, time there. So we were escorted. Interviews happened and he could still play a dream. Hmm. So investment banks said, we have a lot of time. Our target is to select so so, but I can still play my dream. Mm. Why should I opt out by selecting a uh, investment banking job when my dream is consulting? Yeah. Because my model was still that what I had decided with uh, based on being inspired by Rishikesh. Mm. So, but they said no. If you do, if you want to play a dream, we cannot uh, mm. do it. So day zero, I had no job. Mm. By which time McKinsey and Bain was not even there in India, or they were not. Bain was not in India. So McKinsey and BCG, McKinsey and BCG said, we will not now come to I am Ahmedabad because all the good candidates are gone, taken by the investment banks. Wow. Okay. So we don't need to riffraff kind of thing. So, okay. So I started applying to Citibank, HSBC, we were, it's okay. I was, then BCG changes mind first and BCG said, we will again evaluate candidates mm-hmm. and we will fly them. We are not now coming to uh, Amdawal, it's too much of a city was still under stress. I went to the BCG interview. I didn't make it. I was rejected. I couldn't solve a banking case, uh, which is what I then later did in McKinsey was financial services, but I couldn't solve it at all apparently. Uh, so I had no jobs and McKinsey was still not deciding. 
वन एंड हाफ मंथ लेटर ऑलमोस्ट वन मंथ लेटर आफ्टर दैट मेकिंग फाइनली सर वेलकम तो बीच में लगा शायद हो गया खत्म मतलब हाँ जॉब नहीं है अभी देख लेंगे ना क्या करना है ओके वो कांट हेल्प इट एवरीबॉडी वाज लाइक प्रिपेयरिंग फॉर कॉन्वोकेशन एंड सो ऑन एंड देयर वर अ लॉट ऑफ अस बिकॉज़ डे वन हैडेंट हैपेंड बिकॉज़ इनोसेंट बैंक्स डिड डे जीरो वेंट अवे वीसीजी डिड इट्स इंटरव्यू अदर्स वर नॉट कमिंग टू अहमदाबाद या फाइनली डे वन हैपेंड लाइक आफ्टर द सिटी हैड कूल्ड डाउन एंड दैट टाइम मेकिंजी केम एंड आई वाज द ओनली वन सिलेक्टेड बाय मेकिंजी दैट वाज लक अगेन या मेकिंजी आई वाज सिलेक्टेड then of course mckinsey was a journey of uh, 19 years by the way i almost got fired from mckinsey in the first two months mm. okay because i sent an internal email about a tv show saying that a tv show is fraud and sony who was the producer of that tv show and that mail became viral people started sending it why did you send the mail like see that's the point no when you are naive i said because that okay that show was uh, this show Uh, where you had like uh, one girl looks at three boys or one boy looks at three girls and then oh. in every episode then then you say okay you find your life partner sure so one of my you know fiance's friends they were already going around they went on to that show and uh, it was almost as if oh they're meeting for the first time and all okay and i was like we can't love like it's not reality show it's, it's not fake reality it's fake reality uh, you, you don't decide life partners by meeting them uh, once and so on and we told i knew these guys very well <laughs> so my project manager said i if you feel that's the case then go with your conviction go with your heart <laughs> so i said no 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 i need to make sure that you know people realize this i don't know why i had this uh, uh, truth conscience suddenly about something i don't even like doesn't impact me yeah uh, but then i sent that mail and then other people i think there was without in the era of social media there was nothing controversial there was people could talk about no send this email seemed to be a very good thing of being controversial so it took off two days it took off and it took a life of its own and then there was like articles in newspapers who is this toshan tamane he has something against the show was hosted by madhuri dikshit so like he has something against madhuri dikshit and there was you know press guys found out where i stayed and that time i was just staying thane Is this thing? showed up at my doorstep like two three so that for like almost two weeks I went and stayed with my relatives because I was just being hounded by media so I understood what media hounding is and because that show was owned by Sony the property wow. Sony called up McKinsey and said what does McKinsey have against us who is this guy wow. so I was called by senior folks and said guys we understand your conviction about things truth is important but use your personal email id to do such things don't use official email id because it was mckinsey correct so then i realized the difference between use of personal and official since then i have been very careful when i do something on a personal stuff versus what uh, the email men get you fired it actually made you very popular within the company yeah i think today's time had i sent such an email i would have been a star on that's the classic playbook today right i know say something so this thing in those days playbook was not invented so i wanted to suffer the stress of being hounded i yes. do think people should get the experience uh, in their careers of working across countries working with people of different nationalities it makes you a better individual and professional in some uh, ways yeah no actually That's there right. are two points here one is the thing about working internationally right i'm actually telling people the other way around people talk to me and say i want to go abroad i'm like you have the you have the biggest opportunity of your life because you're an indian 
like uh, somebody who's Caucasian, somebody yeah. who's born in China, probably won't understand what India is. So be here and do things here. What's the difference? See, is India the the biggest opportunity? Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't deny that at all because I now see around the world what's happening: growth rates, inflations, demographics. Mm-hmm. India is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I still think that you know, your ability to add value in India is also better if you have work around because you know what's happening in you know China, what happens in the US. What are Europeans thinking? It just makes you a better manager. Sure. And that's why company, see, if you take a individual at a point in time, it's different. But mm-hmm. why are companies like Levers, mm-hmm. City, HSBC, uh, J&J, they have a policy that if you have to get promoted, mm-hmm. you have to move around the world. Yeah. There is a reason for it because I think you will, from a German structuring to a Dutch ability to cut costs, I'm generalizing, okay? Yeah. To me, it's a professional experience. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the downside of it? If you are in India, mm. you stayed in India, of course you will have maximized the India value and wealth creation opportunity. Mm. If you are in Portugal and then you are in Senegal and you are doing something in Brazil mm. and you have moved around, you will not have that one country, you have not compounded your exactly. returns there. That's yeah. number one. Second, family. Yeah. Okay, when you are moving people now, some people's kids grow truly to be multinational mm. because they have worked and they have stayed in different countries, they have interacted. Mm. But the flip side is they really don't have friends mm. because they are not rooted. Every four years if you are moving, mm. your kids will have a certain kind of uh, mm. thing that you are not rooted. I am confused identities. There are pros and cons of everything. Mm. So I just feel as a form of consulting or even if you look at some of these corporate roles where it's a 30 year career in racket. Mm. Phenomenal career. Mm. Okay. Uh, but if you want to be an entrepreneur or if you want to say, look, where will I have maximum wealth per unit of time invested. There is no doubt it's India.